You're listening to Penguin Tracks on 89.5 KOPN Columbia. On the phone with me is the author of the book, The Friendship Key, Dr. Winfred. Would you mind pronouncing your last name again for our listeners? Sure. So my surname is Sedhoff, S-E-D-H-O-F-F. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So I'm a GP in Brisbane here in Australia. And I grew up in country Australia, down south. Chased cattle probably since I was a young kid. Cheap a little bit. My parents came from Germany, so I immigrated when I was very, very young. And um, then later on, I, as I was doing my medical degree and after I'd finished, I developed a little depression. And then after that, um, took some time off, tried to understand myself a bit more and came up with some ideas that I now use to help people get out of depression because I now treat a lot of people for mental illness. So, yes, it's um, a bit of a background involved in trying to help others mostly. Why did you decide to write the book, The Friendship Key? So the main reason I was writing it was because I was making a connection between the lack of friendship and all the other problems that were happening in our world, and particularly in our personal lives. So um, part of it, of course, is looking at depression itself, because like I said, I've got a bit of experience in that. Mm -hmm. So that certainly made a bit of a difference. Um, but also when I started examining friendship in more and breaking it down into its components, which I, I like to do to try to understand it a bit more, I found it would also played a very big role in determining what our priorities are in life, and particularly kind of how it divides us as a people and how we've now become more interested in trying to get ahead of each other rather than uniting as friends and all the problems that's caused from inequality to problems with our relationships, which I'm finding are now not as strong as we know they could be, mm-hmm. um, and even affecting our jobs and our economies in a, in a way that don't, really doesn't have to. Why do you feel this book is the key for people developing stronger relationships? Yeah, look, so relationships, I think, is, is very important. Uh, and look, I, I was a bit of a friendship skeptic when I grew up. I didn't actually believe that friendship was that important. I believed always work and achieving things are more important. Um, and I was even taught that relationships can be put on the back burner while you achieve things. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning about friendship taught me that's actually not the case at all. It's, we're actually completely underestimating how important it is. And for me, if we're going to have a stable, satisfying relationship, then we really need to have a close friendship. Now, we're not talking about just a, a casual friendship where you might just get on well and maybe be okay together mm-hmm. um, or even nice to each other. This is about actually connecting more deeply so we feel like we've got a strong connection. And that's the kind of friendship that I'm more interested in, particularly in relationships. How can one do a better job of making friends? Well, first of all, we have to make the priority. If we don't believe that friendships are important, then we're not going to make the time. And one of the most important parts of being a friend is we need to make time for each other. Uh, And then we need to find ways of connecting. And connecting means actually being with each other physically. I mean, we live in a very technical world, but the technical world doesn't actually meet these friendship needs very well. And we've got good evidence of that by looking at our young people at the moment, the under-25s, the 18-25s. They're really struggling with loneliness right now. And yet they've got the most technology that uh, any generation has probably ever had to connect with each other. So to me, it's about we prioritize what we can do with the friendship. We make friends and then we try and get out there and try and meet these friendship needs for others. Try to help others to feel valued and heard and respected and, and cared for. Because by doing that, we make ourselves more approachable by others, and other people want to be our friends, and we can then maintain those friendships and feel better for it. You talk about our human needs or desires into 10 parts. Do you mind telling us a little bit about those? 
Yeah, sure. So what I try to do is I break them into simple components so that we can then understand how to make friends and just make it easier. And so what I try, I start off by going and saying, look, one of the things we all want to feel is, is valued, um, which means we like to feel a little bit important. Okay, we want to make sure that we feel like we've found some value to other people around us. We like to feel noticed. We certainly like to feel appreciated. Okay, we don't like to be treated like we're the part of the furniture out there and um, maybe just a slave. I don't think that that's a very nice thing at all. We definitely like to be heard, and that's, which means that every one of us has a story to tell. We all want to feel like that we've someone else actually gets where we're coming from. So feeling heard that someone's actually listening to us, not just arguing and judging us, but actually listening to where we're coming from is very important. And of course, we don't like to feel like we're too different or we can feel like we're an outcast. We like to be validated for who we are. No one likes to feel stupid. We like to feel respected, and that just means often just feeling like we're an equal. And that can be, there are lots of ways we can do that. Uh, and we like to feel cared for, supported, and protected. That's the bottom line. I mean, in the end, we just like to be respected as human beings, as equals, and treated like we're of some value and respect to each other. Uh, and that's ultimately what the 10 desires are about, the 10 components. How can one person make a difference in the world? Yeah, look, it seems difficult because so many problems are happening in the world and it doesn't look like it's um, working out very well right now. Mm. But what I've learned out of all of this is the top is really just a friction of all of us on the bottom. So if we want a friendlier government or friendlier people up the top who are governing our lives, then we're the ones that have to make the difference from the bottom and that's where we can actually make quite a significant difference. Because to me it's a bit like network theory, which you can which is about basically the more people you know, the more change you can make, um, particularly if you know people who know a lot of other people. And it's also a bit like chaos theory, the butterfly effect, okay? How a small change in one area of the world can make a big change somewhere else. So we all sometimes underestimate how much influence we have. And, of course, if we're spreading friendship and we're making it important and the people around us can start to make it important because they can see the benefits, and then those people around them can do the same, and soon we can have a whole community where that actually becomes important, which can then affect the members that we represent, who then represent us, and it can go all the way to the top. So potentially, if we actually make friendship very important in our lives, I think we can actually make quite a big difference. How can one get more friends? Uh, well, look, in a society that's divided, that's a hard thing. First of all, to me, I think the most important thing is we've got to be the example. We've got to, One of the things that I've learned about these friendship needs is we can't force other people to make them, to, to satisfy them for us. Mm-hmm. We actually have to work and trying to satisfy it for them. So that means we try to make others feel valued and respected and heard. So part of it is about going out there, uh, meeting people who we think at least might be open to us, and that can be either by finding places online to at least get us going to meet each other, or meeting old friends that we've had and rekindling the friendships we've had. Even just getting out in our community and, and maybe getting to know our neighbours better or the people in the local stores. And then we become friends by meeting these needs for each other. So it's more of a process of understand ourselves, learn how to meet these needs in each other, learn what these needs are, and then we can find that um, friendship doesn't have to be that difficult and we can actually develop a lot more friendships around us. What holds us back from developing deeper relationships? Well, look, that's a hard one because I think a lot of it, I think, has to do with priorities. Um, Our priorities in life usually aren't about friendship. Uh, so it's a bit like I was saying, I mean, I, my priorities certainly weren't, so I wasn't putting the effort in. So the first thing for me is we really just have to make that as a, as a priority uh, and then go into meeting other people and see the friendship in them, not try and find the differences in them. And that's the other thing i found friendship has taught me. If we want to make a friend, 
and we want to make it easier to be friends and keep the friends, and our aim really is to try and find commonality. Because the more we try to see that we all have in common, the more we unite and the more we become friends. But if you want to make an enemy, the easiest way to make an enemy, just find something different to keep focusing on, keep focusing on different the way they dress or what their beliefs might be or anything you can find that is different, and we automatically start to make us make the other person more of an enemy. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's about focus on the commonality, focus on maybe just considering maybe deep down inside we can all be friends and then work on that. And I think that can probably help with a lot of the troubles we're struggling with with a lot of friendships. You mentioned uh, that you treat people for mental illness. What do you feel would help improve the mental health of many Americans? Well, I think it, look, it's without getting too cliche on this, I think if we get a lot of friendship happening, look, when I look at this, I, I try and I look at it from an ancient tribal point of view in a lot of ways, in that when we had a lot of ancient tribal societies, as long as they weren't at war, they were actually doing very well and that the friendship and connection was very close with each other. And during that period of time, it was very, I, I suspect from what the reading that I've seen, that mental illness per se was probably very, very low. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I see in the practice that I work in as well. A large part of the mental illness, even the physical illness that I see, is often related to loneliness. And we certainly know that loneliness is associated with increased cardiovascular disease, so heart attacks and strokes and things like that. And it's also increased associated with diabetes and, and overweight and a whole lot of other health effects. So we know that loneliness is a bad thing. So the aim really is to just try and focus more on how we can connect together and then it'll actually I think can affect help improve a lot of mental health for a lot of people um, everything from depression to social anxiety because most of the anxiety we have is often because we haven't been around people very much and we don't can't predict what they're going to do but the more we can start spending time with people and be comfortable with them I think a lot of the mental health issues that we're suffering from will probably significantly reduce what advice would you give someone who's depressed well First of all, to recognize that a lot of people who don't suffer depression probably won't get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So don't be too upset if that's the case. And recognize that depression is not just feeling low. Um, it's actually much deeper than that. Um, you really have to have symptoms and feel quite down most of the time and maybe have a lack of pleasure, for instance, as well, for at least a couple of weeks. So the first step is if you have any doubts about whether you're depressed or not, try and seek help early because we know there are treatments that can certainly help. The other thing that I like to do is, yeah, look, I like to get back to the basics of the humanity of who we are and try and connect almost like on that tribal level in that if we can have good people around us and we can feel that connection and we don't feel lonely, then a large part of depression in a lot of cases I find actually goes away. Um, but it's also about having a good sense of self, knowing who you are and not talking badly to ourselves. A lot of us really have a very negative self-dialogue. So if we can learn where that comes from and try and rewrite some of that past, that can also play a major role. So you know, I try to focus more on the psychological ways of helping us get better, and I think in most cases it actually helps us more significantly than certainly medication will. But there are a lot of treatments out there that can actually help a lot of people who do suffer depression. It's just a matter of getting out there and having a talk with the professionals to see how they can help you. Where can people get your book? Well, the easiest place to get it is on Amazon. All right, just type in the, the name of the book, The Friendship Key, um, or type in my name, Dr. Winfried Sedhoff. Um, I also have a web page if people want to visit that as well, um, but that's probably the easiest way. Just type in the name and a lot of little googly bits and other insights mm -hmm. show up. So that's where they can find me. Do you have any more plans on writing books? Oh, yes, definitely. I'm 
writing several books. I've um, recently done a science fiction book that imagines all these wonderful things happen in the future and things are a bit better. And then a person from the future comes to our time and gets to so get a bit of contrast of how the different societies are so that we can actually see how it kind of works in real in real world. Um, but I guess I'm also working on other books to help people to understand, yeah, how we can get over the troubles of our life a bit more. So that's what I'm actually about to start writing this in the next couple of months. So, yeah, definitely trying to help people to connect with themselves and try to overcome a lot of the issues that are actually stopping us having more meaningful and uh, more satisfying lives. Would you mind repeating your social networking and official website? Sure. So my webpage is, type in just winfriedsetoff.com, so that's W-I-N-F-R-I-E-D-S-E-D-H-O-F-F-R-E-D.com. And uh, just type that in, and you should find me quite easily, and you'll find my webpage very easily, because that's where it is. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, look, the, the thing that I like usually to, to end with is just to remind us all that I think a lot of us have forgotten what friendship is and how important it is, and how critical it is to different parts of our lives. Um, but I think that if we can break it down into its components and reassess it, and just remember how important respect is and caring for each other and listening, then I think we can actually make quite a big difference to our own lives personally, our relationships, even in our businesses. I think we can improve them and certainly reduce a lot of bullying. And I think we can even take it as far as improving our governments and how they work. Because in the end, the government's just a group of us. And if we can get them to behave more friendly like we do, then I think we can have a much more united society and united government. And we don't have to have a lot of these hassles that are happening right now around there. Well, thank you so much for the interview. It was an honor, and you have a great rest of the week. Thank you very much, and thanks for your time. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.